Welcome to the Soul Authentic You podcast, a place where we can cover spirituality in all its many forms. We focus on healing, growing, and all things non-conventional you might not normally feel comfortable talking about in order to raise our collective consciousness and align to our highest good over and over again. Don't worry though, because as always, we keep it real in this episode of the Soul Authentic You podcast. So thanks for pressing play and let's get on to today's episode. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Soul Authentic You podcast. My name is Valeria, and I am your host. Thank you so much for being here for today's conversation that is all about people leaving your life. The more deeply and the more intimately you get to know yourself, chances are that as you're in this healing journey, You've probably already lost some people and you're going to continue to enter and leave people's lives just like for the rest of your life. And it kind of of sounds scary. I know for me, it's been a terrifying thing realizing that change is an ever-present reality and it's the only thing that is constant. Which sounds counterintuitive, but it it literally just goes hand in hand. Change is constant, and that's really one of the biggest sures, sureties that we have in this lifetime. And this topic came to me as I was thinking about what the collective needs to hear at this time and what messages need to come through to the collective as we continue to speak, as we really develop into healing the society as a whole. And this topic can also bring a lot of frustration because there is this thing that we can do, (laughs) not something that I would advise to do, but it's something very human and normal for us to do because we are human and it is pointing fingers. And I don't want to normalize pointing fingers, but I do want to say that a lot of us are going to do it one point in our lives and we need to figure out why we do it. This conversation isn't to say that one person is healed, therefore better, and the other one is not healed, therefore deserves nothing. This conversation is the opposite. It's about finding your people and realizing that they are for you. And with you liberating those that are no longer meant to be in your circle, they will also be able to continue on their life path. We find so much responsibility within us to like be the God. And by be the God, I mean like, oh, but I don't want to leave them behind because no, what is not in alignment for you is not in alignment for anybody else. Whether that is that the relationship is no longer in alignment for you, therefore you need to leave it. Whether it's a friendship, whether it's a job, any situation that is no longer for you is no longer for the other people that are involved. And because we like to play this, oh my gosh, but what if something happens to them? I'm not that there and they're going to be so sad and all these things. It is normal to be caring, okay? <laughs> like, I care. You care. We all want to see the best in other people you know we want them not to be upset we want them not to be sad we want them not to be in a worse state than than we met them in you know and sometimes breakups do that sometimes in and I mean breakups in any fashion do that to people and we like to blame ourselves and at the end of the day we need to realize we're not that important (laughs) like yes we're going to influence their emotions because at the end of the day like we're all just if someone broke up with me all of a sudden and I feel like I didn't see it coming or any kind of situation obviously I would feel a way about it but at the end of the day that responsibility of why do I feel like that what's my emotion related to that how can I heal this Um, I have to understand that they weren't meant to be in the first place if they had to leave like all that is up to me. That reflection is for me to have. And so 
as we go into this conversation, I don't want our egos to start being like, hmm, yeah, like, fuck them. Like, they had to leave because they weren't good enough for me. That is a conversation that is had in the place of the ego. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes you do need to let that part of yourself out. Oh, 100%. You're human. But that this conversation is not going to be that. We're going to be talking from the place of how do we have a perspective on this that is actually healing for ourselves? Because to be authentic to you, right, includes getting rid of everything that is no longer authentic to this version of you. If this version of you is no longer for the people that surround you, is no longer for that friend group, you need to get rid of that friend group. You need to distance yourself from that friend group. That's why sometimes I say that this journey can be one of loneliness at the at the start or even in the middle like wherever honestly in every period of transition there's going to be a period between the people that you were with that you let go and the people that you're calling in from the new version that you are and in that middle space is a space that many don't want to experience but is the space that we really spend the most time with ourselves till we get the next version of people that are meant to be in our lives which that will keep rotating as well. But just because life continues rotating does not mean that you can't and you shouldn't and you should avoid feeling happiness in the present moment. Absolutely not. Because you're never going to know really what people are going to be in your life till what period, till what day. Like it's just something that as a human is meant to be experienced. There's situations in every single one of our lives where we're like, actually, this may not last forever, but I'm going to live this out as if it is going to, and I'm going to pour my heart into it. I'm going to pour my time. I'm going to prioritize this, even if I don't know how it's going to turn out. And that is one of the most freeing periods of my life. Like, Choosing to live regardless of knowing the outcome is exhilarating. It's what feels right and freedom and like it feels, it's just what, it just feels like I'm alive when I don't know the outcome and I'm just like enjoying someone's presence for what it is. And so in this conversation of letting people go, We need to know that it is never okay to be rude in any capacity. Have you been rude in your lifetime and have I been rude in my lifetime? Most likely. And it's important to come from a place now that we're like, no, I'm I'm going to be letting go of this certain group of situations, of people, of partner, of anything like that. Because I need to make room for what is coming in for me. And that conversation needs to be had. Because if you are carrying a backpack and that backpack is everything and everyone that is existing in your life right now, it is packed to the brim. The zipper is like just able to close and you're carrying it. Then you realize, actually, there might be another journey or another path that I want to go down. But this path, the one that I've been going through, maybe it was one that it was in a a jungle and it had all these trees and it rained all the time. So I had a uh, umbrella. I had a tent that was for the hotter climates. I had bug repellent, all these things. And all of a sudden you find yourself at a crossroads where you can either go there or there's a forest green um, winter land that you can start going down for a different path. And you know innately that that's a path that now you want to explore. But what's in your backpack is not for that climate. It is not for that version of you that is going down that path. And so what do you have to do? You need to unpack 
these things. You need to unpack the tent that is for the warm climate. You need to unpack the bug spray because there are no bugs in this freezing weather, okay? What do you need to get? You need to get something that's going to actually warm you up. Some snowshoes, a sled, all these different things that will not fit in this imaginary backpack if you do not take out things first. Will it take you a while to find those things that you might need for this colder climate? 100%. Some things are right there at the gate. Some things are right there at the crossroads. Like, take me with you to start your journey. You need to take those, but you need to take some things out right away in order to fit that stuff in there. And so as you keep going and going and the journey through the winter path starts changing and you're realizing what you need for this for this new path because it is really learning what you need for this new path you need to start getting rid of oh actually I thought I needed my umbrella I thought it would help me against the winds but the winds are too strong for this umbrella anyway so let me just put it down because I don't need it anymore so I can make room for the next thing in my life even if I don't know what it is yet if you get the chance to get rid of something in your backpack before you are forced by the universe to do it I would highly recommend you sit down with yourself and see what that thing is. Often I used to wait. I used to wait. I used to wait till like the end. I used to wait till the universe had to rip something out of my hands because I was so afraid of letting go because I was so afraid that I'd never find something like it again. Whether that be a relationship, you know, a career, a friendship, Sometimes I just held on, held on, even if I knew that it was no longer for me, I held on until I couldn't hold on anymore because the universe was like, you literally have taken this far beyond the contract that you were supposed to learn with this group of people, this person, this situation, this career. And so you forced us to redirect you in a way that's going to wake you up. And so that's when different things come into your life where you're like, oh my God, that was horrible. That was horrible. And I want you to start listening before the universe needs to literally rip it out of your hands. When it starts hurting too much to hold on, it's sometimes just easier to let go. And in these situations when you're outgrowing circumstances, it's harder to hold on to that rope. It's just causing you just burning sensations and your hand is red and you're like no but I can't because I don't I'm scared it's like going through this crossroad example and just because you were scared of like well what is this winter going to do to me let me grab a rope that I have tie it to a branch where the jungle was and I'm gonna just bring it along with me just like through the winter path just in case I need it again. You'll find that there's a point where that rope runs out and you have to make a decision. You're already on this new path but you're still holding on to that jungle that was your old path because you're not there anymore. You need to make the decision to let go of that so you can literally start walking this new path with a newfound power, a newfound dedication because it's better to be 100% in than 99%. 99% is hurtful. Like it hurts. It's, it hurts because you're constantly in a dilemma of should I be here should I not be here should I be with them should I not be with them should I be in this career should I not be in this career and so that takes so much more energy out of you than just making a decision a hundred percent stay in that relationship and try your absolute aligned best to be in this relationship but often if you're getting to this stage it means there's something that needs to evolve Whether it be you, whether it be the relationship, whether it be the dynamic, whether it be the career, whether it be your position in the career, there are things that need to change. There are things that need to shift. And you need to be 100% for a decision. Whatever that decision is, it's easier to be 100% committed than it is to be 99% committed. And I had to learn that 
the hardest way, like the hardest way. I would drag myself for like a year being half in, half out into careers, into things that I wanted to do. Instead of just letting myself be like, I I know that this isn't forever, but in this time that I am here, I'm going to give it my, like, I'm going to be 100% committed to this time and this day and this situation in this area. And if one day I wake up and I feel like it's no longer for me, I'm going to trust myself enough that I'm going to pull myself out of a situation regardless of what I feel in that moment. And that is a level of trust that you need to start developing within yourself so it can actually do something for you. So it actually like pour out of you the, this next version of you. And so once you let go of that rope that was attached to the jungle and you continue into your work winter path, you'll feel the freedom because it's not like you don't feel the rope as you're carrying it throughout the winter path before it ran out. It's not like you don't feel it. You still have to take care of it. You still have to like hold on to it. There's still energy being invested in holding on to this safety rope that you've attached to a previous path that you were on for so long. It's not like it's not there. (laughs) And honestly, 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 this new version of you requires people to fall away requires situations, partnerships, collaborations, projects, old versions of yourself, old belief systems, which is one of the biggest things that holds us back. So belief systems is something that we grew up with, right? We are the culmination of everything that we've ever been taught, told, seen, we've done, we've experienced. We are that. We are the product of that. And depending how old you are, you have a lot of experiences under your belt. Regardless, even if you're 10 years old, which you're not, but even when you were 10 years old, you had a lot of experiences under your belt. A lot. Do they grow? Do do they get more complex? Are they less like um, one-sided and there's like multiple perspectives and there's a lot more shades of gray? Yes. Because you can handle that. You can handle that. So really diving into this concept of belief systems holding you back, you get this perspective of what if I can't let go of people because my dad said one day that you need to stick it out or... I, I can't leave this situation because I believe that I, I, I grew up believing that I need to make sure that other people don't get hurt by me. Even if it is in the benefit of my highest good, meaning it's in the highest benefit of all. What if you grew up with a family member that never told you to spoke up or every time that you tried to speak up you weren't allowed to continue speaking that is a belief system that is going to stop you from getting exactly what you want in every area of your life and so these belief systems we need to start cutting like cutting away and cutting away and cutting away So that we can continue on our path. It's not like this new path isn't going to bring you any challenges. They're just going to be different types of challenges. It's not like, like I, this is, this is the situation, okay? If you would have continued down that jungle path when you were at that crossroads between going to the winter path or the jungle path, it's not like that jungle path would have taken you much further. There's probably like a cliff at the end of that that you would have just walked maybe like 20 kilometers more and then there's a cliff and then you would have been like well there's no way out of here I have to turn back and go in the winter path anyways like I don't know what kind of situation we have going in our heads that we think that we can like continue running ourselves into a ditch like we can like that is completely up to us we can completely keep running ourselves into a ditch But the universe makes it harder to be out of alignment for us. 
I just, that's, that's the way that they can communicate. Listen, go to what feels good. Go to what feels good. It may feel temporarily like shit, but at least you know that this shit is something that you're not digging deeper. Like you're not digging your hole any deeper. You're just sitting in that hole and starting to patch it up again. So you either want to continue being self-destructive, right? Because you've always did your dig dug yourself a ditch so you're going to keep doing it because you're like at least I know that I'm going to go somewhere no that ditch is just going deeper into the ground not leading you into anything or you can sit down choose to put down the shovel and choose to see okay what do I have around me that I can start healing this ditch so eventually not even eventually it's like so my perspective can continue to change and begin to be elevated And one day you'll find, oh my God, I'm not even in this ditch anymore. I'm like above water. I'm above ground. I'm I'm on a level neutral playing field. Like I, th- this sensation that you get once you begin acknowledging your self-sabotaging behaviors and you're like, oh, what the fuck? Where did that come from? Who told me that that was the way that I should live my life? It frees you. It frees you to make your own decisions. It frees you to leave things behind. And I'm not saying that this is an easy process when you're doing it for the first couple of times. A hundred percent. No, it is not the easiest thing that one can experience. It's definitely not the most comfortable When you're in that ditch that you've dug yourself, it's probably more comfortable to be within that ditch at that moment because you've known that ditch for so long. You're like, well, what if I like venture out and there's like something I have to encounter and like that's pretty scary. But in this ditch, like I'm safe. Yeah, but are you happy? Yeah, but will you live your authentic, fulfilled life? No. Just because you can't see anything around you doesn't mean that nothing around you is happening. And that goes for both your transformation and your lack of transformation. Just because you feel like you are hiding within a hole and you're like, I'm safe, doesn't mean that the earth underneath you isn't like giving out. It doesn't mean that it's not happening. Doesn't mean that you're actually safe. You're just in a situation where you think you're safe because your mind is trying to get you to stay in this comfortable area that's no longer for you and the opposite is also true when you are out of that ditch and you're like oh my gosh I feel like I've healed all this and nothing is happening yet and like no new friends are coming in I don't have a partner that's coming in and like I I don't see anyone on the horizon I, I don't see anyone doesn't mean that nothing is happening things in the spiritual realm happen a lot faster than they do here on earth on the earth plane they do and then they just need some time to bring it down to the earthly realm to make sure that everything lines up and it's going to turn out better than you ever imagined and you need to hear that because if you're in a point in your journey where you're like i i don't want to do it anymore i want to go back to my old society and my old groups and my own collectives and my my old like partnerships and relationships and the way that I used to do them it's too hard to stay above ground know that you can sit down know that you don't always have to keep standing know that the option is not always you're you have another option than to turn back and try and find this jungle that was once fulfilling for you which will no longer be you can just sit if you need some time to exhale and go with the flow and regroup how you feel about everything sit because sitting doesn't take you any any further back like it doesn't like halt you it's actually you need to sit nobody can walk for excessive hours straight so as you're going through these journeys you can understand yourself more deeper more deeply 
when you're in a state of reflection. In reflection comes that aha, that wow, I didn't even think of it like that. And so it's not like every single time you're on this winter path that is now your path to follow. You're going to feel happy and daisies and rainbows and butterflies. It's just not going to be. It's just going to be a different set of challenges, but at least they're challenges to lead you somewhere and not challenges like in the jungle that was just like you're halted. You're going to have to go back anyways. These challenges prepare you to enter that next step in your life, right? And I often realize looking back on my challenges, how they've prepped me for right now, right here, this second, this moment. And I advise you to look back too. Take a seat in this path that you're walking. Just sit down. Sit down and see yourself. Sit down and realize, okay, I don't always have to run. I don't always have to be walking. I can just sit in this moment. Because sitting is how you recuperate your energy drink water, eat, right? That that doesn't have to take a million years, but taking that that step in, okay, I'm just going to sit down right now because I, yes, I'm on this winter path, but it's getting too foggy. It's getting too foggy and I don't know where I'm going and it's really causing me a lot of anxiety. If you were to sit down and realize that you never knew where you were going, <laughs> you just had little clues. You might sit down and see things from a different perspective. Maybe the clue for you was beside where you sat. So honor all the little things that you do for yourself. Honor them. Because that's how you understand yourself more deeply. That's how you get to understand why you are the way that you are. Why you were the way that you were. Why people had to leave. And it hurts. I'm not telling you not to mourn these old things. Mourn them. Mourn them. And mourn them well mourned. (laughs) So that you can release, get up, and continue valiantly into that next journey of yourself. There's no secret method to getting to your fulfilled self or just being more fulfilled and happier and having a better present moment. It's just, it really is sitting down with yourself, knowing yourself more deeply, making those decisions and having those conversations. Not everybody has to leave. Not everybody has to leave. Some people and some relationships and some situations, some partnerships are meant to evolve with you. But if they don't know what is going on on your path, how are they supposed to know how to, in harmony, walk a parallel path? You can't expect people to read minds. We aren't all psychics. (laughs) You cannot, and uh, you need to be able to communicate. For the people that you want to, you feel like, oh, this version of us, it's not working. It is not working. Something's not working. And you feel like there might be a point where they might be open to having a conversation of how this is going to change or how we could evolve. What are, what are, some shifts that we can create so that we can walk more in harmony. You don't lose. You actually gain a lot of knowledge by having these tough conversations because then you you can you know. You know if it's done. You know if it's no longer for you. You know it's no longer if it's no longer serving both of you at your highest good. So those conversations are never easy, but they're just 
you standing up for yourself, you standing up for this next version of yourself, even if you can't see this next version of yourself. I get it. I get it. I get it so deeply, so truly. This past, I don't know, these number of years, I've had to let go of things, people, friendships, partners, situations, belief systems, feelings, ways of being, ways of waking up, ways of eating, ways of singing, ways of like, or the lack of singing. Like there's so many things that have been brought to my attention that I just need to let go. And I'm really grateful that this this journey has taken me on one that I need to, I mean, it hasn't been one that internally has been simple or easy every single day of the week. It's something that for me to be able to know myself so deeply and continuing to learn who I am, this, this, these versions that are emerging of me in every single part of my life, to continue this knowing of thyself journey, it took numerous times being like, dang, like now I look back and I'm like, you're so right. That person was only for that 10 year time. This group only was for this four years. This situation was only for the whatever, whatever. Like just making up examples of situations and times and I can now look back and say, wow, I can now build again because I've destroyed my foundation of all that was no longer serving me. The foundation was rotting anyways. The cement was already cracking. So a lot of the time I just needed to do the huge grabbing the machine and grabbing the big cement blocks and throwing it into, I don't know, into the abyss so that I could find my footing on a new foundation that is actually going to support this huge expansion that I am continuing to be on, as are you. You are here because you have a soul journey. You understand that, right? That is powerful. It is deep. It is important. It is who you are. And so this is all for your highest good. It doesn't feel like it all the time. Have I doubted? Oh my God, 100% all the time. (laughs) I used to doubt for periods of time, 100%. And then it came to a point where I was like, I don't want to go back to the jungle. And I'm already on this winter path. So for me to continue walking this path and seeing different avenues that this winter path has for me, I need to cut the rope to my old life. It's a process of learning and relearning about life, about the journey that we all grow through. And it is one that I don't want you to feel is daunting. I want you to feel like, wow, that means that there's the possibilities of me achieving my soul desires is inevitable when I pursue my my inner healing, my inner knowing, my inner loving. That is what I want you to look and see when you see and look in a mirror. You have persevered through all the challenges that that jungle path did for you because it served you. It brought you to the winter path, didn't it? Meaning it served you and you needed to go through that certain point of your life. You needed to be with those people for the period that you were with them. You needed to be in those situations for the period that you were with them to gain wisdom, to gain 
knowledge that you can implement within yourself so that you can you're more equipped for that winter lifestyle you knew like now you have an understanding of how to live in warm climates while you were going through that jungle path and you fought off situations that could have been like scary for you to fight off there's people that you met there's people that you had to let go of in that jungle path. There was uh, incredible spiritual experiences that happened to you in that time. And then because you walked down that path so valiantly and so determinedly and so as you are, the path branched off and was like here. It is the the step of your new life to begin. It's going to be uncomfortable adapting to this new weather. It's going to be uncomfortable to learn these new um, people that you're going to learn, but it's going to be good. And maybe in the first 20 kilometers, 35 kilometers, however kilometers, you might feel like you're... you're uh, in your head too much and you're feeling like why did I make this decision but at that point you are not the type to turn back you know that if you've committed to this path of healing and of growing and you are told that this is the next path for you then enough is enough and commit a hundred percent I do want to state how powerful having your back is. Often we feel like, oh, but it was that person that honestly granted me so much of my happiness. It was that person that once upon a time held me and cared for me in a way that I've never been cared for and held for. It was that career option that gave me the security I needed to live my life. This is all true. This is all true for that point in your life, in that period in time. It's like that saying that people say, you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. No one to pull out. Relationships, for example. If it started good and all of a sudden it's getting super bad and intuitively you know that it's no longer your path to go down, our brain likes to think of the good times only and and try to be like, oh, but was it really that bad? They were such a source of my happiness. No, but yesterday they were a source of your misery and they've been like very deeply a source of your misery. So when that begins to shift when you see the seasons changing within a situation a relationship an experience take the time to mourn it when you need it and make yourself a priority in this choosing of staying or leaving the only one that's going to end up with the consequences of your actions is you and the people that you've affected around you, right? That's a big responsibility. And you can't avoid it. If you're staying in a situation, you're still responsible for how that situation turns out, even when you know that you don't need to be in it anymore. It's not like you're avoiding a responsibility. Your responsibility is whatever happens because of your decisions. And choosing to not change is just as much of a choice than choosing to change. They go hand in hand. They're both choices. Sometimes we feel like, well, I'm not going to make a choice because that doesn't make me responsible for a certain choice that I have in my life. No. When you choose to stay with somebody, even if you feel like, oh, it might be time to leave, that is a choice. And it is a choice that you are going to see the products of And you're going to be responsible for that choice, right? Not good or bad, just is. Then there's another choice. There's a choice of going through the uncomfortable journey 
that will take you to a place of deeper healing, which lead is you to your passions, your um, loves, your situations, the people that are going to really bring you like intense happiness. And choosing that is also a responsibility. Choosing one does not neglect the other. But I know every single time you choose yourself, meaning you choose who you are, who you are, how you feel, choosing your love, choosing yourself, choosing the next step of your evolution, you will come out on top. Sometimes we like to compare situations like, oh, I'm going to beat this person if I do this, if I do that. But we don't realize in this conversation of people leaving your life as you change, we don't realize that we all go through seasons. We're all, not all flowers bloom at the same time. Not all Plants survive in the same weather. The sun has to come and so does the moon. Once you realize how cyclical this world really is, there's like a, well, duh, that happens. And you're like, you know what? Right now, I feel like this person is doing so much better than me but I also feel like I I'm worse than them whatever you're that it's a cycle it's not better or worse it just is a cycle that happens maybe when someone is thriving another one's going through a period of deep reflection and deep transformation and so then once that um first person that is like living their life and like getting so much opportunities all in one space once they're like okay yeah I need to go in deep reflection things are changing then the other person might come up with like oh this is the creation that I want to create and then they start creating and so like it's all a cycle we're all gonna go through it and sometimes we like to feel like we're excluded or like we should be exempt from that And that's a hard reality to face that you're not going to be exempt from it. And know that there's nothing bad. There's nothing bad in store for you because of your choosing of a new path that is more serving of you. If it serves you more, then it is for your highest good. Like live a life of your highest good. The highest good doesn't always feel great. The highest good doesn't always feel great. You will look back, however, and see why you went through that period of hardship. Why you went through that period of confusion and unknown and the situations that that you experienced. why Why they were so deeply ingrained into your psyche. Why you couldn't stop thinking of that person why you can do this, why you can do that, and why now you succeed. Like, truly, when you're in it, when you're in the fog, you just gotta look for the next step. When you're losing people around you, you need to be able to give yourself some compassion in that Some of those people were really a big support system for you. Some of those people were really a great source of friendship. Some of those situations were really a great source of your feeling of, I'm okay, I'm tranquil, people like me. And then, because that served you for that period of time, you have to release it so that you can make space for that next version of you to come in. When you call in the next version of you, the next version of your people are attracted and want to see you. But they cannot see you if you're hiding. 
And so if you were to stay in that jungle and you were to bury a ditch because that's how you feel safe and your people are in the winter path and they're like, I'm just longing for someone that I can talk to and I can share this relationship with or I can have this story. I can, I, I wish somebody understood this part of me. Because being in your ditch isn't the highest good, it's actually not helping anybody that is like awaiting your energy. It's not, and it's not your responsibility to think of everyone that's waiting for you, okay? But it is a way to think of, okay, I need to get my head on my ass and just do this thing and just go for it and just be who I want to be and just thrive the way that I want to thrive. And if that means going through a period of deep reflection and doubting everything around me, then so be it. Because nothing has ever come out of a situation where nobody thought of anything. This thinking, this creativity, this divine inspiration comes from you taking time for yourself and not clouding your thoughts with everything that could have been. It's also important to honor that mourning period because a lot of the times we do need to let go of things. We absolutely do. Absolutely. And that internally is like for me has been more difficult than actually doing the act of letting go. Like letting go in the physical realm, like hi, we cannot continue moving forward, whether that be a career or anything like that. I found it like more difficult to like let go of it internally. And that is our greatest journey. I want to thank you for listening to today's episode. I want to invite you to check out this new amazing spiritual membership called the Sacred Container. I know that if this episode resonated with you in a deep level, it means that you're in a healing, spiritual, growing part of your path. And you know that next step that I was talking to you about? I often found that I needed people to help guide my, my evolution. And because of this, I have brought this into the world. Right now, there's a lot of transformation that is happening within us, around us. People are leaving. And I want you to know that people are also going through this with you. You're not alone. Even if it has felt like it for some time. This sacred membership has a built-in community portal. Meaning that every single sacred member you have access to. You can ask your questions on the activity feed. You can respond to people. You can participate in in situations and interactions with them you can make friendships with them who knows maybe some soul family is going to be in there just waiting to start meeting you and talking to you and maybe they answer a post and maybe there's a question or two that you have in there that you find somebody that really resonates with you on top of this every single month there's a new topic and so this first month's topic which is live right now, like literally right now, is about activating your spiritual gifts through spirit communication. How do I know what my passion is? How do I know what to eat in the morning? How do I know um, all these situations that I, I, how I need to level up spirit? My spirit communication game is really in a place where I have mastered that part. I've mastered that part of talking to the inner me that is all knowledgeable, comes from spirit. And that is how I live my daily life. And so I want to teach you how to do that in high quality self-paced videos. We're having one live in February as well. So that we can get together and we can interact, we can talk, and we can talk about how to implement spirit in your every single daily life, along with 
these high quality videos that you get to take by yourself and the community feature. There's really like, I want to know if this is aligned for you. I have left a link down below. If you already know, if your heart's jumping, if your intuition's like, babe, you got to at least try one, one month out. I want you to be able to press that link super easily. Right now, the early bird special is going on. If you're listening to this before the end of February, then there's a chance that you can still get that early bird special, depending on what time you're listening to this. You're going to be able to save 40% the lifetime of your membership. 40%. Okay. This is really one for deepening, one for spirituality, one to know, one to expand. Because this knowledge isn't just one that I need to keep inside of me. It is for the collective. And if you want to get like deep teachings that you get to follow along in these video formats, in these lives, getting with this community of soul-aligned people, folks that want to level up, then there's really like zero hesitation in my mind that this is the place for you. It is a protected container, and I want you to know that if you become a sacred member, I'm going to make sure to give you the knowledge that you need to be given, and there's questions, and I have my team that's going to be able to support you intimately in there as well. I have thoroughly enjoyed this hour-long conversation with you. <laughs> I had a lot to, a lot came through me today, and these teachings are just as important as for me as they are for you. So I hope that you know that I am hyper aware of these teachings and how they come through me is also something that I need to occasionally look back on. And this knowledge is for you to be able to grow, to be able to expand. And because we have an hour of podcast time together, I get to share with you the exciting things that are coming through me. The sacred container being one of the most exciting things right now. Like seriously, seriously, one of my biggest ventures. And you can go to the link below to explore more what it what it is about, how it is, how it isn't, all these things, okay? I love you. Thank you for being here. And I will talk to you next time I talk to you. Please share this podcast if it resonated with you in any way that you want to. And I will see you next time. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard today, go ahead and subscribe to anywhere that you get the podcast, Google, Apple, or Spotify. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help other people find this show. Lastly, if you also want to share it with your friends and let them join this community, I would love for them to join as well. Thank you so much for listening again to this week's episode of the Soul Authentic You podcast.